Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes.
broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us, as always, at rdgablerdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media, Twitter at tst underscore underscore radio, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Our website, thesecretteachings.info, that's www.thesecretteachings.info. On the website, there are copies of my book, uh, all three of my books, for purchase, and you can also subscribe to our full show archive, access to the monetized free version of the show, the montages, digital copies of my book, early access to the show, and you'll also get the private RSS feed. It's all on the website. If you have any questions, you can email us. Otherwise, if you're not a subscriber, if you're just listening to the show for the first time, welcome. And if you want to hear more of the show before you subscribe, there is also an archive on our website. It has monetized advertisements in it, but it is free to listen and free to download. And there's also a link there that you can plug into your radio or podcast player. It's not, not a private one, but if you plug it in, you'll get to take the show with you on the, the various applications, for example, like uh, Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening there, please leave us a review. It's free. It doesn't really take much time. Give us a couple of stars, whatever you think we deserve. I'd really, really appreciate it. www.thesecretteachings.info I got a really great response from last night's show, and it really helped me to decide what to discuss tonight because I was on the fence. I, I couldn't really figure out what the best topic was to follow up last night's show, but I think I found it. Last night, we talked about a statement from Bill Cooper's book, Behold a Pale Horse. In that book, Bill Cooper says that the government has encouraged the manufacture and importation of military firearms for criminals to use. And that that is a process uh, that the government is using, which is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity to lead Americans to disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms. He says, using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in a process called Orion, the CIA inflamed this desire in the public, in psychopaths, in mental patients, to open fire on schoolyards, specifically to anger the anti-gun lobby. Now, when you read that quote that came from 1991, people have seen it all over the Internet, even if they'd ever read Bill Cooper. I've seen people try to debunk the statement. I don't know how you're going to debunk it. It comes from a 1991 book written by a former naval intelligence officer. But regardless of that, the Highland Park shooter, Robert Cremo III, sort of had all those standard, par-for-the-course visual elements and background elements. He had all the, the, the classical uh, components of somebody who is, well, as Bill Cooper said, uh, a mental patient. He fired 70 rounds into a crowd, killed seven people on the 4th of July, right? You didn't hear last night's show. I'm just giving you a brief recap. Now, he planned the shooting weeks before, and at the, at the parade, he dressed in women's clothing. Now, 
here's a guy that was described as having multicolored hair, you know, kind of like James Holmes. A guy who was a cross-dresser, at least to carry out his attack, and a guy who was covered in facial tattoos. Here's a guy that dressed like uh, Waldo to go to a Trump rally. And here's a guy who made videos, cartoons, stick figures, music videos, because he was also, well, he was a rapper named Awake, Awake the Rapper. And he made songs about brainwashing and mind control. And here's one of his lines here, like a sleepwalker unable to stop and think, my actions will be valiant and my thought is unnecessary. I know what I have to do. So you get this whole character, you get this whole package. And both on the internet and in mainstream media, and I would assume in conversation outside your house with your friends and family, there's this desire, there's this attempt to push this guy, this dangerous, mentally ill psychopath, into one category or the other. The picture of him at a Trump rally has the left and the mainstream media confirming with their fact checkers that he was indeed a Trump supporter. Now, a lot of people go to Trump rallies. Just because you're at a Trump rally doesn't mean you're a Trump supporter. A lot of people go to Trump rallies because they don't like Trump and they want to protest Trump. That's not a defense of Donald Trump. I'm just saying because someone's at a Trump rally doesn't mean that they are a Trump supporter. A lot of people go to Trump rallies because they want to protest the former president. So this guy not only went to the Trump rally, that is, I think it's confirmed. Maybe the photo's photoshopped. I think it's confirmed. But when he goes to the Trump rally, he dresses like Waldo. And I find the dressing up like Waldo, the violent videos of killing people, the strange symbols, the Suomen Sisu, which is a Finnish far-right symbol, or the Celtic knot, which is a symbol of protection, you know, especially in cases of, you know, uh, danger. You're going to be shooting people and killing people and interacting with police. I mean, that's a symbol of protection. Or if you flip it, it's really, it's really an iron cross with a square or a swastika in the middle. So either way, you cut it using symbols like that and dressing in all black, and having colored hair, and having facial tattoos, and cross-dressing on top of that, these are usually elements that are reserved for the left. I'm not defending the right. We're going to get to them in a second, but these are usually elements reserved for the left. You don't see too many members of a Trump rally dressing in drag. In fact, I don't think you've ever seen that. You don't see too many Trump supporters dressing up in Halloween costumes to go to a Trump event. You don't see too many Trump supporters dressing up in all black to go out and celebrate the president. You don't see a lot of Trump supporters with multicolored hair and facial tattoos. That just isn't it isn't a thing that you see. You see those kinds of people at women's marches, anti-gun rallies. And as we had here in Tucson, Arizona this Monday, uh, we had a a F the 4th of July celebration put on by the the actual Democratic Party of Tucson. F the 4th of July. It was a festival, a celebration of mourning for the country. You know, I, 
I actually was finishing um, some edits on my book last night, my new book, Liberty Shrugged, and I added a section on the Confederate Constitution. Now, a lot of people don't know that in the early 1860s, when, uh, when states began to secede, that the secession was not the main cause of the Civil War, uh, but seven states seceded before the war even began, months before the war began, starting in December of, of, of 1860. Then in 1861, a number of states, uh, Florida, Alabama, some others uh, seceded. And then they got together in uh, Montgomery, and they formed, they picked Jefferson Davis to be the president of the Confederacy, and they formed a constitution. And a lot of people understand the Confederacy in their constitution specifically wrote that slavery was to be protected by the, by the states, by the legislature. And the, and the whole system of the Confederacy was based on states' rights and property rights in order to preserve the institution of slavery. The, the federal constitution, or if you will, the Union Constitution, our constitution today, didn't do any of those things. So for the Democratic Party in Tucson to mourn the 4th of July, to mourn the founding documents and the founding fathers, nobody's perfect, is to, it almost seems like, be upset that the Confederacy lost. And their tactics and their, if you read the history of the, the KKK and, and the Sons of Liberty, uh, not the colonial Sons of Liberty, but the, the antebellum Sons of Liberty during the Civil War, um, you get characters like Representative uh, Vallandigham, who just denied the Sons of Liberty, which is this violent extremist left-wing Democrat group, denied that they even existed, which is what that penguin Jerry Nadler did about Antifa. He just denied that Antifa even existed. Oh, that's just a myth. That's exactly what the Democratic Party did in the 1860s and after. I mean, some even denied the existence of the KKK. They denied the existence of the Knights of the Golden Circle, the Sons of Liberty. They just denied that they even existed. That's what happens with Antifa today. So, they have this F the 4th of July celebration. We have another shooter, Highland Park, Illinois, which has high-capacity magazine bans and assault rifle bans. But nobody wants to talk about that while they push for more gun control, just like Bill Cooper said they would in 1991. And furthermore, before we get to the right, my question is, why a guy in drag or a cross-dresser with colored hair, facial tattoos, who's mentally ill, a mental patient like Bill Cooper said, who dresses in black, who uses strange extremist symbols. I know that you think, I know that you think, because I think it too, I know that you think, well, that's, those are symbols of the far right. Well, on the contrary, if you've ever been to an Antifa rally or you've ever seen liberals that are not even liberals, they're just progressive terrorists a lot of them they tend to dress in doc martens and black clothing and military fatigues and they're covered in symbols i saw somebody in roswell who apparently liked aliens they had doc martens on which is the standard boot basically the the left jack boot they had military fatigues a green military like almost vietnam like jacket and the thing was covered in symbols and they were not far right they were far left it was identifiable by what they were wearing, the, the pins, the buttons, which the, the left loves pins. And they also had one of those, I think they're called like 3M, the, the painting masks. They were wearing a painting mask in the conference hall because they, 
I guess they thought they were going to get sick. So that my point is that's the imagery, that's the dress, that's the garb of the extremist left. That's not what you see at a Trump rally. Okay, when I've been to uh, I've been to far more left wing events than right wing events because I've lived close enough to cities or I've worked in cities. That's all that you see. I would the the only color that you see in a left wing rally is a rainbow flag. That's a, and and well, of course, I'm sorry, the colored hair and a rainbow flag. That's about it. Everything else is black and green and gray. It's very much like uh, the the historian Frank Decoter wrote about the communist revolution in China, how all the color disappeared and everything became gray and blue, black and white. Nobody had uh, you know anything that could be expressive because that was considered unequal. So now that we've taken care of the left, as we transition to the right, I wonder why a guy who dressed like he did, who had the colored hair, who had all the telltale signs of being something like, I, I don't want to call him far left, I want to call him an anarcho-communist, because that's what I think the guy is, an anarcho-communist under some form of mind control, which is, he's brainwashing, sleepwalking, my thought is unnecessary, he says all that in his videos. So uh, this guy, who supposedly is a Trump supporter, goes to a 4th of July parade and kills people, that doesn't seem like a mega supporter to me. That seems like somebody who hates America, someone who hates the 4th of July. Where can I find a group of people that hate the 4th of July? Oh, the official Democratic Party of Tucson, Arizona. They officially hate America. They hate the 4th of July. They wish the Confederacy would have later won the Civil War. Pretty clean, clear, cut, and simple to understand that. Logical, precise, and concise, surgical, it's elementary, Watson. Now, the right, on the other hand, they're just as nuts. I see people walking around. I've been to very few right-leaning events, but I went to a right-leaning event in Phoenix a couple of, uh, like a week or so ago, a couple days ago. And I went with a friend of mine, a listener here in Tucson named Joe. Joe was nice enough to, uh, to drive up to Phoenix. And we go up to Phoenix, we plan to go to this event and then have have a have a late dinner and then and then come come back to Tucson. And we're at this event and you know there are certain things I I mean I agree with. I there were people there talking about the American flag and how there's a peace flag and a war flag and I love all that stuff. There's somebody talking about, you know, banks and, you know, the stuff that Jordan Maxwell really coined. You know, the river bank and the currency of the river and the your house is underwater and maritime law and all that. But then there were people there that were clearly QAnon people. And every conversation, especially because we had a state senator, a state senator, uh, uh, Wendy Rogers, was there. And I'm not saying I'm a supporter of Wendy Rogers. I'm, I definitely don't dislike her as a state senator. But every question that was thrown at this woman was, election fraud, election fraud, election fraud. What are we going to do about the Dominion voting machines, Dominion voting machines? And I'm thinking like, okay, that's a fair question to ask once or twice. But when the woman says, I don't know, or I can't, I can't answer that, or um, we're doing all that we can because the legislative session just ended. It won't start again until next year. You know what? You know how people responded to that? When she, when she explained to the, the audience how the, how the legislature works for the state of Arizona, 
people at that moment and then later after she left, they called her statement a diversion and they said that she was tiptoeing around the question and refusing to answer it. And I'm sitting there thinking she was definitely a politician, definitely a politician. I agreed with a lot of what she had to say, not everything, but when a state senator describes what the legislature does and and when they can act, then that's just how the rule of law works. And for the conservative right-wing nut jobs, just like the left-wing, they don't care about the rule of law either. They don't care that the legislature doesn't just do what you want them to do when you want them to do it. I mean, these people at this far-right event I went to, I'll tell you what it was. I mean, they won't consider themselves far-right. They'll consider themselves far away from the left and right. It was called the Truth Tour. And yes, it was fun. I I went because I wanted to be around people who didn't have colored hair and who didn't have jackboots and who didn't have Doc Martens and who didn't have, you know, uh, 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 facial coverings that looked like they were going into some kind of, uh, you know, chemical warfare it was nice to be around people who dress nice and and for the most part took care of themselves that was nice that's part of the reason i went but you get these right-leaning people where everything becomes it's the election fraud election fraud, election fraud election for election blah, blah, blah. it's just constant it was like it, they, they just like a tick they couldn't get rid of it, it was like tourette's uh, dominion dominion it's like the, the senator has answered the question the legislature is not in session. They can't do anything else. They're not going to do anything else. And that's the end of the conversation. And people just couldn't understand that. So you know what people started to do? And, and after she left, oh, I think she was she was really she was trying to not answer that question. I mean, that's nonsense. The legislature's not in session. The legislature is not in session, idiot. That's how the, that's how the system works. That's how the state of Arizona works. And it's, it's no these right leaning people are no different than the left leaning people who, because the Supreme Court doesn't vote their way in one specific case, they want to overturn it, they want to burn it down, and you have psychopaths, and that's right, psychopaths like Nicholas John Rose, 26 years old, who was arrested by federal marshals and local police when he attempted to assassinate one of the Supreme Court judges. He arrived at the judge's home, the justice is home with a handgun, a tactical knife, a crowbar, nail punch, duct tape, screwdriver, hammer, pepper spray, and a handgun with extra, extra, super extra ammunition. The only thing he was missing, as I said the last two times I talked about this, is a carpet installation device like the Riddler. But I bet you've never heard of Nicholas John Rose, have you? Because he was clearly far left. Clearly. The guy tried to assassinate a Supreme Court judge because he didn't like the ruling or the soon-to-be ruling of the court. Did you even hear that story? Of course not. CNN isn't going to talk about that. MSNBC isn't going to talk about that. Hell, Fox News doesn't even talk about it. That guy's far left. If Robert Cremo III is far right, Nicholas John Rose is far left. And I hope you understand and can, and, and can unfortunately appreciate that whether it's seven people being shot in a 4th of July parade or a judge on the highest court in the land becoming victim to assassination because somebody doesn't like the way that the court voted in one case, we're dealing with the same level of psychosis. We're also dealing with the same level of psychosis when people protest at the 
the properties, at the homes, at the offices of those justices with the intention to intimidate them to overturn their decision, which is a violation of 18 U.S. Code 1507. And the White House, the Department of Justice, not only doesn't prosecute, not only does the, does the local law enforcement, I'm sure they've been told to stand down, doesn't arrest anybody, the White House encourages the protests, which you have a right to protest, but you don't have a right to intimidate federal officials to overturn their decisions or to make a specific decision if they're protesting before the decision was made. I like how nobody cared when the Supreme Court ruled again the other day on the subject of uh, immigration and uh, or that federal courts have ruled that the Trump era immigration uh, policies could be altered by the states. Uh, nobody cared about that because that went along with the narrative. When the Supreme Court said we're going to turn abortion over to the states or the EPA doesn't have the, the, the amount of power that the White House says they have. Oh, that's different, though. we got to burn it down. How is that not insurrection? How is burning the Supreme Court and killing justices? How is that not extremism? I don't know where Robert Cremo III rests on that spectrum. Furthermore, I don't really care. But what I do know is a guy that dressed in women's clothing with colored hair and facial tattoos and dressing in all black and making videos about mind control and brainwashing and also dressing up like a cartoon character like Waldo, those are symbols and factors identifiable with the far left. But again, the far right does the exact same thing. And when I went to this event in Phoenix, it was just pestering the state senator about Dominion voting machines and why the legislature isn't in session. Because it's out of session. It just isn't in session. It's not a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. And the far right does the same thing. They just can't. It's just like they, they, it's just like saying, calling everybody a racist. They can't. The right can't stop any more than the left can stop. And now the right is being blamed and they might be responsible. The right is being blamed, although it's probably the, 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 the far reaches of the Internet for the bombing of the Georgia Guidestones. Because. GOP members and certain members of the right and, of course, Internet sleuths don't like the Georgia Guidestones, so somebody went and blew it up. Somebody went and blew the Georgia Guidestones up. And I'm going to talk to you about that when we come back from break. All that was necessary to get to this next phase of the conversation, which we'll get into after this. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception. And you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From ground zero to The Secret Teachings. Keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. 
We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us. Robert Cremo III, the Highland Park shooter, has been passed around like a hot potato. A hot potato. Back and forth between the left and the right. See, the left wants to make Robert Cremo III a Trump supporter. And the right wants to make Robert Cremo III a member of Antifa. Now, when I look at this guy, I see somebody who is mentally ill, covered in tattoos, multicolored hair, looks like a complete and absolute psychopath, made videos about brainwashing, mind control, sleepwalking, unable to, quote, stop and think, where he said, quote, my thought is unnecessary, killing people with military-like fatigues, with the fatigues that Antifa tends to wear. And I see how the Internet responds to this, where liberal publications are quick to share a picture of this kid at a Trump rally. And it's probably a real picture But the kid's dressed like Waldo. Where's Waldo? Dressed like Waldo. And Waldo, as you know, is a cartoon, right? Where's Waldo? You try to find Waldo in the crowd. 
And that's really symbolic. That's really the epitome of of the situation, isn't it? Is he on the right? Is he on the left? Everybody wants to throw it back and forth. Oh, he's on the right. No, he's a Trump supporter. No, he's a he's a he's a left leaner. I mean, if you want my honest opinion, the guy's a psychopathic left wing anarcho communist. He's I mean, left wing communist anarchists are just as bad as the far right, just as bad. But that's not the point. The point is both sides throw this guy back and forth. So the picture of him at the Trump rally is obviously a real picture. Nobody disputes that. But then pictures of him, including his videos and pictures of him, including the text of the things that he said and pictures of him as a cartoon and pictures of him with his tattoos and with his colored hair and all those things are all that's in question. We're not sure if that's really him. But then I start to wonder, is it an intelligence agency? Is it somebody online who's also mentally ill, who tries to deep fake pictures or Photoshop images or the whole thing's confusing because then when you look at the shooter, from any other, from Uvalde, from Buffalo. There's stories and pictures and they're shared and they're published on social media. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. That picture's not real. That's a fake picture. And of course, it just becomes so convoluted that it's difficult to to, to even think, why do I care? So people don't even think that. They just... Ignore it. I find that to be a very dangerous way to look at things. But we don't do it consciously. We do it subconsciously because it's like, Jesus Christ, can you stop trying to label the guy? Can we just focus on what happened? And then we can figure out why it happened? That's not what happens. He's on the right because he was at a Trump rally dressed like Waldo. I can tell you this, folks. I've been to Trump-like events. I'm not saying I've been to a Trump rally because I haven't. Not that that's a crime. I would love to go to a Trump rally just to see what the people are like. I've just not been to a Trump rally. I've been to right-wing events. I've been to events that are so right-wing and so left-wing, they're not really under the bird at all. And I've never seen anybody with colored hair. Sure, people have tattoos. But nobody has colored hair. Nobody dresses like a woman unless they're a woman. Nobody looks like they're mentally ill on pills. Some people might look mentally ill, but they don't look like this kid. And some people certainly are mentally ill at those right-leaning events. But they don't... Nobody's wearing Doc Martens, okay, at a, at a right-wing event. Let's put it that way. Nobody's wearing Doc Martens and a painter's mask at a right-wing event. At a left-wing event, I've seen plenty of them because I've not been to one intentionally, but I've driven through them, walked through them in the cities I've lived in. Uh, uh, people were shot because of one of them outside of my house. Windows were broken. I saw another guy shot in another city where I was staying in an Airbnb in um, Erie, PA. I saw a riot of exclusively white young people who descended on the Capitol and who broke windows and, 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 and set off fireworks and tried to light things on fire. And I saw one of the kids get shot by the police right outside my Airbnb. I thought I was going to have a nice night and watch the stupid TV show on the Airbnb. Silly me, Antifa decided to riot that night. So this kid 
gets shot by the police, and he's screaming, well, what did I do? What did I do? And I'm sitting there thinking, I just watched what you did. You pulled something on the police. Of course they're going to shoot you. You're lucky they didn't kill you. You don't pull a knife or a gun on police. If I was a police officer and you pulled a knife or a gun on me, it'd be hard. you'd be hard-pressed to find me on a day where I wouldn't empty the clip. You pulled a gun or a knife on the police. I couldn't see what he pulled, but he pulled something on the cops. They shot him one time, like in the leg, to take him down. That cop was nice. That cop did his duty. What the hell is wrong with these people? But you're going to find the same garbage on the right. You're going to follow the QAnon, Pizzagate, Q sent me, all this right-wing psyop, intelligence op garbage. And it's the same thing on the right as it is on the left. Everybody wants to throw this Cremo kid back and forth. He's on the right. He's on the left. He's a Trump supporter. He's not. He's Antifa. He's always oh, not Antifa. That's 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 been debunked. That's all the left can say. That's been debunked. That's that's been debunked by who? By what? By, by the cat at Snopes. That's been debunked. It's been debunked. I think the right needs to start saying that. No, that's been debunked. That's been debunked. He's at a Trump rally. That's been debunked. Just ignore reality. That's what the left does. They just ignore reality. But by the way, the right also ignores reality because when I went to that right wing event, as I said in the first segment. They consider themselves to be a middle-of-the-road event called the Truth Tour, but they're very right-wing. And we had the state senator from Arizona, Wendy Rogers, there, and people kept asking her about why the legislature can't do anything, and she keeps explaining to them it's not in session. And they don't understand that they think that's a conspiracy because the legislature's not in session. These people on the right, these right-wing wackos, know just as null about the rule of law and about civics as the people on the left do. And both sides push for their agenda to be implemented regardless of democracy in a republic and regardless of the rule of law and regardless of what anybody else wants. And those people on the left and those people on the right that do that are a danger to the limited democracy that we have and a danger to the republic. You heard me say it. Those people on the left and those people on the right who have no regard for the rule of law, who do not understand their rights and their duties as a citizen, they do not understand civics, they do not understand how local government, state government, and federal government works. The people that literally think on both sides of the coin that when the president says something, it becomes a law, that's called dictatorship. They don't understand that Congress makes the law. They don't understand any of this stuff. That's a danger to our limited democracy, representative government, and the rule of law, our republic. But see, not many people are willing to say that, especially on late night radio, especially on a radio that isn't left-wing, because you would assume if it's not left-wing, it has to be right-wing. It couldn't be somewhere down the middle, which is what I try to bring you here on this show. I'm not picking either side. I just look at a guy and I think, well, this guy's... He's basically got the uniform on, and this kid is not that because you're dressed a certain way, you are a certain thing, but he's dressing as a cartoon character at a Trump rally. People go to Trump rallies to spit on the president so and yell at him. So, I mean, people do that for Joe Biden, too. I mean, F Joe Biden is no different than the, the people that scream in the streets and cry and F Donald Trump. It's the same exact thing. It's the, it's the low-hanging fruit of the pseudo-intellectuals and, and, and pseudo-politically involved. So he's at a Trump rally. I mean, I, I, I've been to uh, gay parades. I've been to 
anti-gun rallies. It doesn't mean I'm in the gay parade. It doesn't mean I'm in the gun rally. It doesn't mean I'm gay. It doesn't mean I hate guns. You know, I'm not gay. I don't hate guns, but I realize their necessity. Like, I can have an open conversation and a discussion and a debate, and I can have my own point of view. Because I'm a free-thinking individual, and I hope you are too. And I hope that you understand my point here. So this guy is at a Trump rally, but he's also dressing like a woman, and he's dressing with colored hair and facial tattoos, and he's dressing like a cartoon. That is indicative. I wouldn't be surprised if he owned a pair of Doc Martens, honestly. Uh, that, that's indicative of the left. That's what the evidence shows. The guy is probably far left. But I don't mean if you're a Democrat. I don't mean like Tulsi Gabbard Democrat. I don't mean that I, I, you know, or, or even Bernie Sanders, Democrat, he's a democratic socialist like Cortez. I don't mean Democrat in the sense of like liberal, because I'm a classical liberal. If you had to define me classical, liberal, libertarian, constitutionalist, I, I like the rule of law. I like due process. I like equality of, 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 of the situation, not equality of outcome, equal protection under the law. I like the rule of law. Silly me in an age where that's taboo. Silly me. I like the rule of law. But I can tell you that when, when, you, when you put all this together, people like Cremo look like he's not on the far left or the far Democrat left. He looks like he's an anarchist. That's what he looks like. He looks like an anarchist and a red guard communist who dresses in all black to kill people. That's what he looks like. Now, if, if the guy was... Looking like the other side of the spectrum, I'd say he looks like that. But I just find it hard to believe that a Trump supporter would go to a 4th of July rally, a 4th of July Independence Day celebration, and kill people. That makes no sense. That makes zero sense. Because Trump supporters tend to like America. On the contrary, here in Tucson, Arizona earlier this week, the official Democrat, if you want to see it, I'll send you the article or I have a screenshot of it because I'm sure it's been taken down by now. I have an, I have a screenshot and I have a, um, a link, if it's active, to the official Democratic Party of Tucson, Arizona, of Pima County, Tucson, Arizona, big county, saying F the 4th of July and not only saying it on Twitter, but hosting a celebration to mourn. They're hosting their own 4th of July celebration, but to mourn the 4th of July. They apparently like Great Britain. They apparently wanted the Confederacy to win. So if you have people that say F the 4th of July, they're probably going to have psychopaths that believe in the same ideology who are not going to go to 4th of July parades to hang out with people and celebrate the 4th of July. They're going to go to 4th of July parades to kill people. So the kid's probably left-wing anarchist communist, anarcho-communist. When people on the right do crazy stuff, we'll talk about people on the right. I mean, the whole Dominion, election fraud, QAnon, Pizzagate garbage, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about that. It makes me want to puke. By the way, if you haven't looked up Nicholas John Rose yet, Nicholas John Rose, he tried to assassinate a Supreme Court judge. Nobody cares. Why? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. The only reason you're hearing so much about Cremo is because, well, they want you to see what happens when you celebrate the 4th of July. You get shot. 
They want you to see what happens. They want you to know that you celebrate America, you're going to get shot. You could get shot anywhere, a grocery store, a school, or a 4th of July parade. They want you to see Cremo dressed like a cartoon character at a Trump rally. Because that means Trump supporters are also psychotic like this guy. They want you to see that. That's really what it is. They want you to see he's psychotic just like Trump and just like Trump supporters. Therefore, anybody who's not a Democrat or on the left, and they want you to see the implication of how dangerous it is to be an American and to be proud of being an American. You can't go to a can't go to a supermarket, can't go to a school, but you can go to a Fourth of July parade for a few minutes before you get shot. So don't even go. It's just like the Communist Party. They used to kill people when they would have uh, rallies or when they would support moderates uh, of the Communist Party. They would have um, they would have events where you know people would be celebrating something and the communist party would come and shut it down because you're not allowed to ha- you're not allowed to do that. In fact, on January 8th of 1976, Zhou Enlai, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Z H O U, Zhou Enlai, E N L A I, kind of like wincing as I say that. I'm not sure if I get that name right, but he was a moderate leader of the communist party. And uh well, moderate isn't good in a, an extremist regime. So people started to, um, they, they, wanted, they wanted to honor him when he died. And he, again, January 8th, 1976, remember that date. So they start bringing out flowers and wreaths and poems and, you know, kind of like a peaceful demonstration protest. They brought all that to Tiananmen Square in Beijing. And they did that over the next couple of days uh, leading up to this big festival I mean, the next couple of weeks, actually, leading up to this big festival called the Tomb Sweeping Day, which is sometime in April. So they, they carried this on for weeks, uh, months. So as a result of people that were honoring a moderate member of the Communist Party, a moderate. Remember, the Communist Party exterminates their own people to remind people that you are never safe. Perpetual revolution. So a nationwide crackdown followed. Thousands of people were arrested for what the government called counter-revolutionary crimes. A lot of people were interrogated. The historian Frank DeCouder writes in relation to this that, quote, every person, listen to this, every person known to have visited the capital was investigated. In schools, factories, and offices across Beijing, people were asked about their participation in the Tiananmen incident. Kind of sounds like January 6th. And it started on January 8th of 1976. By the way, if you haven't read about the 1952 disease lie from Beijing, where they lied about diseases and they sprayed chemicals everywhere and wasted medical supplies and made people social distance and wear masks, uh, that happened in 1952 in Beijing. That's where it came from, Beijing, they, from Manchuria all across China. And then on January 8th, people went to show their respect for a moderate party leader, and uh, the party cracked down, arrested people, and anybody who even visited the Capitol was investigated. That sounds really familiar, doesn't it? That sound familiar to you? It sounds very familiar to me. We're dealing with left-wing, socialist, communist, Marxist with a capital M, anarchy, which is intended to destroy the current system 
to build back better, like the Three Banners campaign of Communist China, build back better on the ashes of the old world, which includes the old ideas, habits, customs, and traditions that have to be destroyed, as Mao Zedong said, in order to build back the new world, to build back better. This is all in a history book. It's all in my new book as well, Liberty Shrugged, which will be available soon. So um, if you want to get a copy of that, you can read about all this garbage. This is what's happening today. And these are, I mean, this isn't Democrat or Republican. These are extremists who hate the rule of law, hate equality, hate America, hate freedom of speech, hate freedom of the press, hate freedom of assembly. They hate privacy. They hate everything that is American, everything that is John Locke, everything that is Rizal, everything that is free. They hate it. And their only response to it, because they're usually intellectually inept at the lowest levels especially, is violence. Raping, pillaging, killing, looting, whatever. So yeah, this Cremo kid, he's far anarcho-communist. Whatever direction you want to throw it in, I don't care. But the right has their own versions of Cremo. I don't know if Cremo is, is um, you know, if he was a, a liberal or a, a progressive or a Republican or any of that stuff, but it seems like he was an anarcho-communist. And I don't know. You know, I really don't know if if I could name, you know, more than a handful of cases where an individual wasn't like Cremo. But the same ideology that leads to Cremo doing what, you know, others doing what he, he did, whether it's at a supermarket or a, a school or a Fourth of July parade, which again, I mean, you, you hate, you don't kill people at a Fourth of July parade unless you hate America. That's the bottom line. So I wonder if there can be made a comparison between the extremist rhetoric behind hate America, hate America, hate America, and the people that are QAnon supporters and the people that are Pizzagate believers and the people who say Q sent me and everything, oh, it's a Q drop. I got to get, let me get on the internet and look at these hashtags and, and, and social media posts. And I got to look at that, the forums. What did Q say? Q is a bot. Q is artificial intelligence. Q is run by the intelligence agencies. In fact, they even held a conference. This was David Petraeus of the CIA. They held a conference years ago called NQTEL, where they talked about new computer systems that could interact with people through AI. That's QAnon. Why do you think they call the computer the Q computer, the quantum computer of IBM that they put in that black glossy uh, uh, box? The Borg box. All of this is in my book, The Technological Elixir, which is available on the website as well, by the way, if you're looking to, uh, to read about it. But I'm bringing this up because the, the, the right wing is just as dangerous as the left wing is when it comes to this kind of stuff. Everything's racist, sexist, bigoted, whatever, garbage. And then everything over there is everything's a child trafficking, Pizzagate, child rape, child being eaten by reptilian aliens conspiracy. And um, the only reason I can stand the right more than the left is because I don't have to look at men dressed like women, women dressed like men, people that are totally confused and people that have uh, 15 different hair colors 
and uh, can't decide what pair of Doc Martens they want to wear. That's the only reason I can stand the right, because they don't spit in my face initially. Initially. That's the only reason. They don't spit in my face initially. They spit in my face later, not initially. So I can hang out with them for about 10 seconds longer than I can people on the left. I'm not right or left. I'm someone that looks at things down the center. And what I've noticed over the years is that things that used to be a simple question have turned into either left-wing or right-wing conspiracy theories. Back in 2010, I had an opportunity to travel to Georgia. I was in film school, just barely beginning radio. Uh, as a volunteer, as a co-host at a radio station, just very beginning, I sounded like this. I didn't have the voice. 2010, back, uh, back in 2010 in Georgia, I went and I visited the American Stonehenge, but not the one you're thinking about. I visited the Georgia Guidestones. They're in, if I remember this correctly, I think it's Elbert County, Georgia. It's a big granite monument. And it's supposed to stand as a guide for future generations. Now, I know people will um, probably get excited when I say this, but there's a Masonic Lodge like right next door to this thing. <gasps> it's the Masons. Yeah, I, I can't stand that garbage either. I'm a Mason. Masons aren't devils. You know, I'm not in a lodge, but I'm a Mason. I'll let that settle in for a second. I'm sure we lost 5% of listeners. He's a Satanist. Why is everything Satanism? I don't understand that. Why everything's Satanism? Satanist, Satanism, Satanist, Satanist. Masons are Satanists. Uh, I don't think so. Have you read anything about the Masons? Oh, I read it. Yeah, I was on 4chan. Well, then you don't know anything about the Masons. Okay, have you even been to a lodge? Oh, they do weird rituals. They cover your eyes. Um, you cover your eyes when you pray. So I don't know how that's different. It's just like the Christians with the Muslims. Oh, the Muslims, they cover the women's heads. You know, it says to do that in the Bible in Corinthians, that a woman should cover her head in the presence of her husband and God, and that a woman should listen to God and then listen to her husband. It says the same thing in the Bible. Oh, that's not what it meant. No, that's what it means. Read Corinthians. I've read it. I've read Corinthians. I've read the Communist Manifesto. I've read not all, but most of the Quran. I've read the Bhagavad Gita. I've, you know, when I speak of something, I've, I've read it before. So don't tell me that the Masons are evil, okay? I know I'm talking to myself here. I know I sound psychotic, but the Masons, are, the Masons are not evil, okay? I just get so sick and tired of hearing that. So if you go out here, and you know, if you went out there, and I can't go now, but if you went out there to the Georgia Guidestones, you'd have seen this big granite monument. And there's a Masonic Lodge, or at least there was in 2010 when I was there. There's a Masonic Lodge like right next door to it. There's also a big granite slab on the ground. And the granite slab says, let these be guidestones to an age of reason. Let these be guidestones to an age of reason. Now, if you think about the age of reason, the age of reason is the age of enlightenment. That brings about, you know, Things like e equality and uh, art. It's like a, like a renaissance is, is really what it is. It's like a renaissance. I mean, you read that. That doesn't sound uh, sinister or, or evil or anything like that, does it? I mean, maybe it does to you. I don't know. It, it, it's by Masonic Lodge. Of course it's evil. 
Well, you know, I, I think um, actually wasn't there isn't there a Black Sabbath song called Age of Reason? Maybe they were maybe they just put maybe it's just a, it's a Black Sabbath monument. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it was it was built before Black Sabbath, but uh, Thomas Paine wrote a, a book called The Age of Reason, and he described uh, God, religion, nature, and deism, uh, and a, you know the belief in a supreme being who doesn't intervene in the universe. Uh, he described these things and said that you know the world would be a more utopian, ideal place if uh, these things could be brought into perfection. Now, I don't think Thomas Paine is a Satanist or an evil person. I think people take these ideas and they expand upon them to align with their agendas of, you know, enlightenment or whatever, which modern day enlightenment has has become wokeism and it's on well, the right and the left. And it's become we don't like something, so we tear it down, we blow it up, we destroy the old world, bring in the new world. And that's what they just did with the Georgia Guidestones that somebody blew them up. I'm going to tell you more about that when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info this is linda godfrey author of monsters among us and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable broadcasting from somewhere between heaven hell and purgatory it's the secret teachings on ground zero radio release the kraken you could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. 
and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the fallout back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in whenever and wherever you are listening, morning, noon, or night. You're listening in the Aftermath app or GroundZero.radio or in the free archive at thesecretteachings.info. One of the many radio podcast players or in the subscription archive also on our website without all those monetized advertisements. Thank you for tuning in to the show. I really appreciate you listening to what we have to to discuss and uh, listening to my unorthodox view on some things. If you don't support this show, we're not here. So please grab a copy of one of the books. Please subscribe to the archive. That is the only way we stay on air Monday through Friday, five nights a week, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. We're also able to stay on air because of, well, Ground Zero dot radio. Uh, Mike and Rob and Ron and Wes and, of course, Clyde, uh, allowing us to do what we do here five nights a week. I try to give you a different perspective. I try to give you a, un- a unique perspective. And I try to look at things that are controversial or take things that are not controversial. And I don't want to make them controversial for sake of argument, but I want to look at everything in a, in a different you know, point of view. For example, this guy, this Robert Cremo III, I mean, you don't go to a 4th of July rally and kill people, a 4th of July celebration, a 4th of July parade and kill people unless you don't like America, unless you don't like the 4th of July. And here in Pima County, Tucson, Arizona, the official Democratic Party told us this week what they think of America. They said that they, they said F the 4th of July. They don't like the 4th of July I'm not saying that people that celebrate it know why they're celebrating it, but you know, I, I understand it. So that's, I mean, I don't want to say offensive. It doesn't offend me per se, but I find it to be offensive to, you know, to reason and to sensibility that, uh, the official democratic party of Pima County would say F the 4th of July and let's go mourn it. Let's have a celebration of mourning. They called it. I mean, people don't go kill people at a 4th of July parade unless they hate America. So, it kind of sounds like this Cremo kid was, I don't want to say left-wing, I think he was an anarcho-communist. That's the word I'm going to use. He's an anarchist and a communist. That's what I think he is. He's a red guard, is what he is. Mind-controlled, brainwashed, sleepwalking, in his own words, like a sleepwalker unable to stop and think, in his own words, a mind-controlled, mentally ill patient. That's what he is. But they said he was at a Trump rally, so he must have been a Trump supporter. He was dressed as Waldo at that Trump rally, by the way. I just can't help but think, you know, I've never seen someone dressed like a cartoon character, someone dressed in all black, someone who is uh, into a very, I don't know what to call it, violent music, cartoon making and rapping, like to tell people that they're going to commit a mass shooting, who is cross-dressing, he was cross-dressing, he was um, 
dressing in women's clothing to carry out the event, to hide himself, uh, tattoos on the face, uh, you know, classic uh, mugshot of Antifa in Portland and uh, or Seattle and uh, had multicolored hair. I mean, though, I'm sure the guy owned a pair of Doc Martens, too. Uh, these are the classic signs of someone who is is a red guard, not the signs of a Trump supporter. Uh, these are the classic signs of someone who is mentally ill, who is psychotic, who the police department actually interviewed for threats in 2019. But then those reports disappeared and he could buy a gun magically. Isn't that funny? So I look at this and I think. Maybe what I'm saying isn't so, you know, it isn't so controversial, but what might be controversial to some of you is the right wing does the exact same thing. The right wing is obsessed with Dominion voting machines. They're obsessed with QAnon, which I believe is an artificial intelligence, uh, uh, self-organizing collective intelligence, intelligence agency, PSYOP. uh, And I've explained why in my books and on the show before. I've actually, we've, uh, Clyde and I have done a couple of shows on, on how QAnon is basically an AI uh, system that feeds information back to the users which is what David Petraeus said that they were working on back in like 2000, like a couple of years ago, 10 years ago, something like that. They, they had a conference called NQTEL where they talked about advanced computers and feeding inf- people information that they want to hear on the internet. I mean, <laughs> that's QAnon. It's just, but everybody's, everybody's got to be a sleuth and try to find, where does, where does Cremo go? Does he go on the right? Does he go on the left? Where's Waldo at? Where's Cremo? Where's he at? Is he, oh, he's over there at the Trump rally. Oh, he's over there at the, is the, the Antifa rally. Everybody does the same thing. And I can't tell if it's to obscure the fact that this guy was probably, you know, more Antifa than he was a Trump supporter and hates America, apparently, because he killed people at a Fourth of July celebration. I, I mean, I'm, I'm having trouble distinguishing whether or not that, what's, what's real. And that's the point. We can't determine what is real. We can't figure out what is real. And we're not supposed to figure out what is real. You know, it's just like the... The Army's psychological uh, training video that came out back in May. There was this, uh, a psychological training video that came out back in May. Ghosts in the machine. And they asked the question, have you ever wondered who's pulling the strings? The unsettling Army recruitment video is a masterclass in psychological warfare. May 13th, this was, this was published. Well, I mean, you know, what is May 13th? Well, that's the three-day weekend of the shootings and the triplicity and the 13 and the, the Buffalo shooting and 10 days before and you know, 10 years after the Ovalde the shooting and the Ovalde shooting was 10 years after Sandy Hook and 10 days after the Buffalo shooting and 10, 10-year-old kids. And you saw these numbers, right? We, we talked about this last night, all these numbers and what do they mean? I don't know. I can, I can, I can re- regurgitate them to you, but I, I don't know. Um, now, the, the, the video itself was published on May 2nd. Uh, the, the main article I found was on May 13th. This, 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 so it's like the months of May starts with this Army PSYOP video, Psychological Warfare. Have you ever wondered who's pulling the strings? Everything is a weapon, even this video, they say. And then a couple days later, the shootings start. And then they just more and more and more and more and more and more and more. And then we can't figure out what this kid is really about. Is he right wing? Is he left wing? What's, what's this symbol we discussed last night? The Suomo Sisu or whatever. And then and on the computer screen, implying that he's being influenced by social media or implying his symbol is like a trigger that's influencing him to commit these crimes and to murder people. And he says he's sleepwalking. He's unable to stop and think. His thought is unnecessary. He says, I know what I have to do. 
by this point, you probably have the whole story. So let's look at the other side of the, of the political spectrum for a second. BuzzFeed.news, and for the record, I can't stand BuzzFeed. Uh, BuzzFeed.news, a roadside attraction in Georgia was bombed after a far-right candidate promoted conspiracy theories about it. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation said it doesn't know who is responsible for the explosion, which caused significant damage. That roadside attraction was the Georgia Guidestones. The Georgia Guidestones. Now, the headline is clearly a fallacy. A roadside attraction in Georgia was bombed after a far-right candidate promoted conspiracy theories about it. I mean, that's, that's a fallacy because it's saying when this far-right candidate said that there were some conspiracy theories about this roadside attraction, that's when it was bombed. Well, did the, did the right-wing far-right candidate tell people to bomb it? Did they tell people to, to destroy it? GOP candidate for governor in Georgia, Candace, K-A-N-D-I-S-S, Taylor, said that the monument was satanic. Part of her talking point was she wished to demolish it. Now, that's not a fallacy. You have a GOP candidate who says that she's going to demolish it and then somebody blows it up. I mean, I don't think she had anything to do with it. But that's not the point. The point is to, just like the 4th of July parade, it's supposed to make you think you can't feel safe and if you celebrate America, you're going to get shot. It's supposed to make you think that if you're GOP or Republican or right wing, then you're dangerous and you'll blow up a monument. I love how the Georgia Guidestones gets more attention than the crazy nutjob psychopath who tried to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. Don't you like that? Nicholas John Rose. I want to keep blasting this guy's name out everywhere. Nicholas John Rose. He showed up to a judge's house, the handgun, ammunition, tactical knife, nail punch, duct tape, screwdriver, crowbar, and pepper spray. And as I always say, the only thing he was missing it's a carpet installation tool like the Riddler. And he was going to kill a Supreme Court justice over Roe v. Wade. And not only is that um, a very serious crime, but it shows the instability in the general public, and it shows the psychopaths on the left and on the right, for that matter. And whether they try to assassinate a Supreme Court judge or if the right or people with right-leaning views, it's not everybody on the right or everybody on the left, but if people with right-leaning views were responsible for blowing up the, the, uh, the Georgia Guidestones, they're just as guilty as the psychopath that wanted to assassinate a Supreme Court judge. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean you blow it up. Just because you don't like something or a decision that somebody makes doesn't mean you go and assassinate them. This is anarchy. This is Marxist ideology. This is how the communist revolution was carried out in China through the Great Leap Forward or Backward and the Cultural Revolution. Candace Taylor, who sought the GOP nomination for governor in Georgia, 
promised to sign an executive order dismantling the monument if elected and produced a campaign video vowing to demolish the satanic Georgia Guidestones. She received 3.4% of the vote in the state's Republican primary in May. I mean, 3.4% like that, though. Oh, it's satanic, Georgia. They're satanic. I don't know. What, what, what can you define satanic for me before we start throwing that word out? I, just get, I really get tired. Of, I get tired of hearing everything satanic. Everything's Mason, Masons, and Satanism. I just get tired of it. So her campaign platform was a lot of things, you know, guns and Christianity, et cetera. But she vowed to demolish the satanic Georgia Guidestones. That's a quote. Demolish the satanic Georgia Guidestones. And, uh, of course, BuzzFeed is, is just, you know, in the article that they're just making fun of her because she's a Republican, and that's all these people can do. That's all Republicans can do. They make fun of liberals. Liberals make fun of Republicans. It's like, you know, the colored hair or the QAnon, and it's, it's like not all Democrats think that way. Not all Republicans think that way. Um, some people actually like America. They actually like due process. They actually like equal protection of the law. They actually like free speech, freedom of the press, freedom of expression. Uh, they like privacy. They actually like, um, you know, citizens who have a right to vote, not, you know, people that are illegal that have no investment in the community. They actually like America. Funny. Funny, that's it. You find Americans who like America in America. Isn't that interesting? It's kind of, uh, kind of interesting. So if you look at this, this, uh, this woman who ran for governor in Georgia, you have someone who's clearly far right. So, you know, I would call her far right. Demolish the satanic Georgia Guidestones. Well, what, what exactly are the Georgia Guidestones? Okay, so I went out there in 2010. And there was a Masonic Lodge like right next door to them. I'm sure people get excited about that. And there's a little plaque that says, let these be Guidestones to an age of reason. And then they have the uh, the different languages on the outside of that statement. So you have Babylonian cuneiform, classical Greek, Sanskrit, and Egyptian hieroglyphics. And the, in the Age of Reason, some you know say that that has to do with Thomas Paine, who wrote a book called The Age of Reason, or a little pamphlet called The Age of Reason, where he described God, religion, nature, and deism, a belief in a supreme being who doesn't intervene in the universe, uh, as opposed to theism. It, he described a world that was not bound by the confines of a typical religious belief system, and therefore, you know, he advocated in part for the abolition of traditional um, rigid beliefs. Manly Palmer Hall, my favorite author, who this show is named uh, after his most famous book, The Secret Teachings of All Ages, he wrote a book called The Secret Destiny of America. Really good book kind of an unknown hall book. And in that book, he said, only complete reorganization of government, religion, and education would bring us even today to the perfectionist state Tom Paine envisioned. In other words, you'd have to reorganize everything, tear down the system, bring it back. Now, Hall wasn't advocating for that, but he was saying that in order to, because the book was about America, so he's like, in order to bring about the perfection that Thomas Paine desired, you'd have to destroy everything. You'd have to reorganize government, religion, education to bring us this perfectionist state, which is really a utopian state. 
And a lot of people forget, you know, as much as I like some of the Thomas Paine writings, I mean, I don't know, um, I, you know, the guy's long dead, but I, I didn't know him. But I think that people like Thomas Paine, just like, you know, Plato, Plato was a eugenicist. Do you know that? Plato was a eugenicist. Plato was a elite, an elitist. You know, we hold up these figures in history. And that's the strange thing to me. It's like we, we badmouth Thomas Jefferson, but nobody cares about Margaret Sanger. We badmouth people like, um, I mean, you go back into history and find you, you, we badmouth people like George Washington, who gave up his power and didn't want to be a king. But then we go back and we, we, we find people that are, uh, that are held up as these, these wonderful you know, human beings like Karl Marx. So George Washington's evil, but Karl Marx is good. Thomas Jefferson evil, but Lenin good. Trotsky good. I mean, it's just like freedom is slavery, right? Ignorance is strength. Two legs, you know, bad. Four legs good. That's what it is. And it's, it's, in, it's, it's like permeating all through the culture. It's everywhere. And you have people that, I, 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 would, I would guarantee you, you ask 10 people on the street, and before the, the, the Georgia Guidestones were, were blown up, part of them were blown up and then they were actually demolished uh, yesterday. Before this happened, I bet you couldn't find two people who had heard of them. And I bet you couldn't find a single person, you know, maybe one out of a hundred, who's heard of the Georgia Guidestones outside of right-wing circles. I've been talking about the Georgia Guidestones for over a decade. A lot of people have been talking about the Georgia Guidestones for, for, for a long, long, long time. They were commissioned in 1979 by R.C. Christian. Some people say R.C. Christian refers to the Rosicrucian order. Rosicrucian, Christian Rosencruz, the founder of the order. And... Um, some say that Christian Rosencruz, uh, Rosencruz is a, a pseudonym for the Grand Master of the Priory of Sion, Johannes Valentinus Andre. You look at these um, these granite stones, and they're, they're, you know all the different languages: Egyptian hieroglyphic, uh, Babylonian cuneiform, classical Greek, and Sanskrit, and they have commandments written on them, like a Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments. I believe there is um, Spanish, English, Hebrew, Arabic, Russian, Chinese, Hindi, and Swahili. And there's little messages that are written at the top of the granite slabs in, in the Greek, the Sanskrit, Egyptian hieroglyphics—excuse me, Egyptian hieroglyphics—and um, uh, Babylonian. Uh, the English portion, because that's obviously all that you know people could read <laughs> if they didn't speak these other languages. The English portion was vandalized a couple of years ago. Somebody spray-painted F, the New World Order. There's actually pictures on the internet. You can see where it was scrubbed off. It still says F, the New World Order. Now, I went there in 2010, and I took photographs of it. I saw it, so it's real. I'm sure people are like, oh, it's not a real thing. That's, that's a conspiracy theory. That's YouTube. That's not real. Because, you know, everything's fake now. You know, some, to some people, 9-11 didn't happen because history just started in 2010. I, I've heard everything, you know. So here's what the, the, the granite 
Monument Commission in 1979 says. Here's what it actually says. Let me read it to you. I'm going to read you these 10 points, these 10 commandments. Maintain humanity under 500 million people in perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language. Sounds like Tower Babel. Rural passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations roll internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And the tenth, just like the first, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So let's look at those again from the point of view in which they are portrayed or had been portrayed by uh, people that are called conspiracy theorists. And now the, the far right has jumped in on it, even camp, campaigning for governor on a platform of tear down the guidestones, which let me tell you something. This woman in Georgia that campaigned, I don't know her, but this woman that campaigned for governor, Candace Taylor, This woman is just as bad as the liberal campaigning for governor here in Arizona. The liberal here in Arizona will not pay black people the same amount of money. Katie Hobbs. She was sued for it and lost. And her platform, I got one of those equal fair election papers in the mail because I'm registered to vote in Arizona uh, in Pima County. And all even other Democrats, there's other there's Democrats running, there's Republicans running. And all the Democrats and all the Republicans minus one Republican have rational arguments. Did you hear what I said? Even the Democrats, there are other Democrats running. They have rational arguments. However, the one Democrat who is at the front of the field is always this one Democrat. Her policy is, I should get it and read it to you. Her policy is getting rape kits to black trans people. You're just like, what? That's what you're campaigning on? The border's wide open. Gas is $5 a gallon. Arizona's running out of water. And your policy is let's get rape kits to black trans people. That's that's what you're running on. And the same thing in the GOP. Candace Taylor running on a platform of demolish the satanic Georgia Guidestones. What is happening? As a Republican, your big concern are the Georgia Guidestones, as a Democrat, your big concern are black trans people? Do you understand that trans people comprise less than 1% of the entire population? Do you understand that this is Arizona? Do you understand that in Arizona, you're probably not going to find a handful of trans people, let alone black trans people, let alone black trans people who have been raped, let alone black trans people who are seeking assistance from the government to obtain free rape kits? What is that, two people? That's what you're campaigning on? That's literally what the woman's campaigning on. And then Candace Taylor, a Republican, is campaigning on getting rid of the Georgia Guidestones. Jesus Christ, this is what people are camp. Are people voting for this? 
Are people did people? I mean, three point four percent voted for Candace Taylor. The problem is when it comes down to politics, Democrats tend to be dumber than Republicans because Democrats will overwhelmingly support a woman who doesn't care about water, who doesn't care about the border, who doesn't care about homelessness, who doesn't care about drugs and guns and you know like actual gun crimes like gang activity. She cares about rape kits for black trans people. Democrats have to be dumber than Republicans if that's the case. At least Candace Taylor, who wanted to blow the Georgia Guidestones up or, quote, demolish the satanic Georgia Guidestones, at least she only got 3.4% of the vote. Katie Hobbs is pulling ahead of the pack in Arizona for their Democrats. Total nonsense. So let's see what these, let's see what these, these Guidestones actually, actually say. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. There are about 8 billion people on the planet today, roughly. Some people on YouTube will tell you that's a lie. There's only a billion people on the planet. Or you know, how do they know there's 8, 8 billion people? Because they estimate. You know, and because they, you know, you look at census, you look at census data, you look at, you know, for states, for countries, for provinces, and then you put it all together and you do this crazy thing called addition. And then you get a general rough estimate of how many people live somewhere. You know, you know, if you go to a small town and it's like population 500, 500 people exactly probably don't live there. People have probably moved or people are moving, you know, moved away or moved in. It's around 500 people. Okay. I mean, it's not a conspiracy. You don't have to sit there and count everybody's head. Well, wait a minute. This town said they had 500 people. They have 503. They're lying. It's a conspiracy. The Masons must be involved. No, they just, it's like an estimate, okay? It's an estimate. They don't change the sign every time somebody moves away or somebody moves back, okay? So it's the same thing with, the, with, with, with population numbers around the world. How do they know there's 8 billion people? Because it's an estimate, okay? It's not a conspiracy. It's not a Masonic, Satanic, New World Order uh, a, a scam, okay? It's just an estimate. Just an estimate. So, and excuse me, I'm just, this stuff really irritates me. Maintain humanity under 500 million people in perpetual balance with nature. So what does that mean? That means, well, about 7 billion so people have to be eliminated. For the people that don't believe there's 8 billion people, works out well for them, nobody has to die. But for the people that realize there's there's like billions of people on this planet that means billions of people have to die and that's probably the most quoted part of the guidestones maintain humanity under 500 million but the other nine points including the 10th point which is very much like the first point including the other nine points or the other eight points you find that they eerily resemble what the World Economic Forum and other similar groups are attempting to achieve. I don't know, a, a world court, for example, getting rid of useless officials, maybe like, you know, defunding the police, personal rights, balance those with social duties. You got to get a vaccine to, to, to have commerce or to public accommodation. Looking at the Georgia Guidestones from this perspective, destroying them actually, well, it, it does a lot of things. I want to tell you about that when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, 
facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. This is Linda Godfrey, author of Monsters Among Us, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between heaven, hell, and purgatory, it's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Release the Kraken! You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and crawl out to the fallout back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio. The Georgia Guidestones were bombed yesterday, and then they were demolished afterward because of uh, the danger of the unstable structure. Granite Monument was put up in the late 1970s, commissioned in 79, put up in the early 80s. It has a list of 10 commandments, different languages, and a little plaque saying that the monument stands to an age of reason, uh, age of uh, perfect balance, harmony with nature, etc. Part of that includes the desire to maintain humanity under 500 million people in perpetual balance with nature. Obviously, in order to do that, you would have to eliminate billions of people. The second part 
of the, the commandment says, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Well, that actually kind of sounds like racial hygiene to me. That kind of sounds like eugenics to me. And it sounds like that because that's, that's what it is. Guiding reproduction wisely. Isn't that a brave new world? Isn't that Aldous Huxley? Guiding reproduction wisely. Who would guide reproduction Oh, the state would guide reproduction. They would improve fitness and diversity. They would get to decide who has children. They would get to decide who is born and most importantly, who is killed. Like Logan's run. Or maybe just in the womb. Considering the fact that Planned Parenthood eliminates um, 40, it's the 38 to 40% of all of those abortions from Planned Parenthood are black babies. So we would, uh, we would assume that to guide reproduction wisely, it would mean to uh, improve the diversity only of certain races. Other races would be eliminated. That would um, take care of some of those pesky billions of people that otherwise are preventing nature from being held in, quote, perpetual balance. So then once you improve fitness and diversity, once you, once you commit genocide, that's what the first one is, is genocide. Racial cleansing, ethnic cleansing, which filters into the second one, guiding reproduction wisely. That's birth control, that's population control, that's eugenics, that's genocide. Once you filter into number two, then it filters into number three, which is unite humanity with a living new language. A living new language would be, oh, I don't know, either you don't speak at all, or you speak in memes and symbols on social media. Or the language might be more complex than that. It might mean that the language itself is a form of political correctness. Unite humanity with a living new language. A living language means it changes. A living language means what you say today might be considered offensive tomorrow, and what's offensive today might be considered fair game tomorrow. You don't want to misgender somebody, do you? You don't want to call somebody by the wrong race or the wrong gender, the wrong sex. You don't want to dead name somebody. You don't want to offend somebody with your language, so... A living new language, subject to change, subject to the, the Politburo that gets to decide what is reality and what is not reality, subject to the party that routinely purges their own members and the members of the community as well, making people live in perpetual terror, keeping the, the struggle and the revolution ongoing and pitting people against each other to settle past differences and disagreements so everybody eats each other and the party continues to get stronger and gets to decide what language you can use and when you can use it. And that language will change because, well, it's a living new language. So murdering billions of people and then guiding reproduction, which is taking us from genocide and racial, ethnic, etc., cleansing to eugenics and population control, then to uniting humanity in a language that I don't think it's going to be English or Mandarin. I think the new language is political correctness. What you can and can't say and when you can and can't say it. Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. So 
your traditions, your faith, your passion, like we got to be reasonable about this kind of stuff, okay? Your faith doesn't prevent you from taking an experimental mRNA shot, okay? Your faith doesn't, you don't have religious rights. You don't have a freedom to practice your religion the way that you see fit. It's the way the state and the party and the Politburo sees fit. Your passions, your traditions, pump the brakes, okay? You don't get to have any traditions. I know that because I've read the four olds. You know what the four olds are? The four olds were a system in communist China in which the people were encouraged to destroy those four things, ideas, culture, customs, and habits that could remind people of the old world. You don't want people remembering what it was like when you actually had freedom of speech, when there were more people, when you could choose to have a child if you wanted to and not if you didn't want to. Nobody can remember that world because then they realize, oh, things haven't always been this way. Number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Well, we're supposed to have a just and blind system of judiciary here in the United States. But because of corruption, not because of justidia, we have an unfair system in the United States of America. A system that still works, by the way, because if it didn't work, then there would be absolutely no restrictions on what the president or what the CDC or anybody else, you know, would do. They would just, they make a statement and it becomes the rule of law. Wear a mask, that's the law. It's not a law, it's a, it's a recommendation. No, it's a law. It's not, a, well, show me the law. Oh, it's a resolution. Oh, well, can they enforce it? No. Well, then it's not a law. It's a, they can't, you can't do anything to me, okay? You can't make me do these things. And it, it, that doesn't stop people from trying to make you do things. That's not going to, you know, it's not going to stop people from kicking you off of planes or out of uh, ride shares. It's not going to stop people from discriminating against you. That's why we have equal protections under the law. So people can't say you can't come in my business unless you wear a mask and have a vaccine and give me a blood sample. Um, is this a public business? No, it's a private business. Well, is it open to the public? Then you have to provide me public accommodation and you cannot discriminate based on this long list of reasons. You opened a business in a free market, a private business perhaps, but a public business, a public service, a public product that is available for public purchase. You have to allow for public accommodations. But you know what? Those people, they don't know, nor do they care in fact, I had a guy scream at me, I don't care what the law is, get the hell out of my store, like a year and a half ago. They are no different than these Republican, left-wing, right-wing, uh, you know, uh, communist, anarchist, QAnon-type people. They're, they're no different than the burn the Supreme Court down, they voted one way, one time that I didn't like. They're no different than the blow up the Georgia Guidestones because they're satanic. Don't like it? Blow it up. Don't like it? Tear it down. Never forget a group of white Antifa literally tore down a Frederick Douglass statue in Rochester, New York. When I lived, I drove right past it every day. It was right next to the co-op I worked at. They tore down a Frederick Douglass statue. I hope you know who Frederick Douglass is. He's a great orator, a great speaker, a great writer. He was a great American, former slave, became an abolitionist, the man said that the Constitution did not protect slavery and that those who read the Constitution as protecting slavery 
clearly were trampling on the founding principles. He called the Constitution a, quote, glorious liberty document. And he said, read it if you don't believe me. Where does it preserve slavery? On the other hand, I will add, in support of Frederick Douglass, I will add that when the Confederacy formed their Constitution in Montgomery, Alabama, back in the early 1860s and put Jefferson Davis uh, in charge of the Confederacy as the president, their Constitution explicitly protected slavery. So apparently people don't like that the Confederacy lost. Apparently people don't like that the Constitution doesn't preserve slavery and the inequality of races. And apparently people don't like former slaves who become abolitionists. Frederick Douglass. So a bunch of white, I would imagine, college students with black masks and Antifa gear. And I would assume, if I looked close enough, Doc Martens tore down a freaking Frederick Douglass statue. And I just, I get, every time I say that, I get cold chills because you have, you have these white, left-leaning anarcho-communists. They don't care about race. They don't care about equality. What they care about is the party line. They care about destroying the past, which includes destroying any evidence that the Confederacy had their own constitution and they preserved slavery, destroying that some blacks were free, some blacks owned slaves, some blacks had property, some blacks had a lot of property and plantations and money, and some blacks actually funded white abolition movements. They don't want you to know that. Everything has to be racist and everything has to be black and white. Tear down the Frederick Douglass statue and therefore tear down the Georgia Guidestones because you don't like them and you think they're satanic. They're satanic. So you have to blow them up. Get rid of them. I don't know who did it. Nobody knows who did it officially yet. Candace Taylor, who was a GOP uh, candidate for the governor in Georgia, she said she was vowing to, uh, quote, demolish the satanic Georgia Guidestones. They're satanic. Yes. I mean, I guess they are. I guess they are satanic. I mean, if you want to if you want to reduce the world's population, racial, ethnic cleansing and genocide, and you want to guide reproduction wisely, which is eugenics, which is improving fitness and diversity. <laughs> that's the definition. That's uh, the definition of eugenics. Uh, that's the definition of uh, of how that system works. It's also the um, it's also the definition of uh, of like, well, racial and ethnic cleansing. It's it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple, but you know, why would uh, you know why would you, why would anybody listen to me? I mean, it's just that's what Francis Galton said in the 1880s. I don't I don't know. So then you get to number uh, back to number three, the, the living language, right? The living language is recapping. The living language is you know political correctness, what you can and can't say, when you can and can't say. It changes by the day. Rule, passion, faith, tradition, all things are tempered reason. You don't have religious rights anymore. What are you talking about? Your faith prevents you from getting a vaccine or wearing a mask. That's absolutely nonsense. You don't have religious freedoms. There is no civil rights. Let me remind you that Confederates and the South and the Democratic Party did not like the Civil Rights Act, which was passed in the 1860s. And funny enough, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, more Republicans actually voted for the Civil Rights Act in the 1960s than did Democrats. Oh, no, no, it's true. Just look it up on the uh, the National Archives. So it's, you know, just like Francis Galton said, that's eugenics and that's the National Archives. I don't know what to tell you. That's that's just fa- that's just a fact. Here's number five. Protect people with nation uh, nations with fair laws and just courts. As I said, that means justice isn't blind anymore. That means you get kangaroo courts. That means you get bullet bureaus. 
That means you get Soviet show trials. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Oh, so that's basically the international health regulations being changed, the UN treaty in the next couple of years. That's basically the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, the uh, 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 the Bank for International Settlements, the International Monetary Fund. That's all that crap mixed together, isn't it? Let all nations rule internally, but external disputes will be solved in a world court. Who rules the nations internally? The same people that rule them externally in the world court. A world court? A world court? I thought that was a conspiracy theory. It was carved and granted on the side of the stones. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Ah, sounds like get rid of the police, dismantle the police. Right? We don't need these pesky legislatures. We don't need these pesky judicial officials. We need one man like Joe Biden who can dictate with a pen in all circumstances whatsoever. We need a, a, an American declaratory act like the British imposed upon the colonies. A declaratory act that gives the British power like repugnancy clauses where any law contrary to British law would be immediately removed from the books we need a declaratory uh, law, a declaratory act, a declaratory dictator who says everything is under my control. I'll do whatever I want to do. You just support me because that's a democracy mob rule. And if 51 percent supports him, who cares about state lines? Who cares about a, a, a dual bicameral legislature? Who cares about equal representation for states rights for two senators or equal representation for states and people based on population numbers? Who cares about any of that? You know? After all, right, blacks didn't have a right to vote, except for the fact that, well, women actually voted way before the 19th Amendment. It just wasn't a custom practice. It became so afterward. And, oh, that other thing, black people didn't vote. Actually, black people, not only did they vote and own property and have slaves and plantations and run businesses, and there were also white slaves, but black people voted until the white Democrats targeted them and targeted white people who were trying to help them vote. And in a lot of places, they just didn't have Republican tickets to vote, which is just what happened in, in New York City a few days ago. They had zero Republican tickets at polling offices. They're like, we just can't find them, which is exactly what you saw in that movie, The Free State of Jones with Matthew McConaughey. They go, they go in to vote, and you got black laws, and they, they say, well, we ain't got no Republican tickets, boy. You ain't going to be voting here. All the parties switch. I don't care if the parties switch. It's still the same ideology. Still the same ideology. So what do you want to do? You want to get rid of all the useless officials? Well, so get rid of the legislature. Get rid of uh, you know, uh, 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 the judicial branch. Get rid of everybody in the executive. Just have one leader. That's all you need, one leader. Let me explain something. We have laws and officials because we have a bicameral legislature. We have three branches of government, not three chambers of government, not three chambers of Congress, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said. She literally said that. We have two houses of Congress, a bicameral legislature, a judicial branch, and an executive branch. All three combined gives you the checks and balances and the three branches of government. Pretty basic, standard, 101, middle school stuff. And then we have a limited democracy to elect officials that represent us, the people, who then uphold the rule of law. If you want to get rid of petty laws, what is a petty law? There's lots of petty laws, of course, but what are petty laws? Are petty laws due process of law? Are petty laws your right to peaceably assemble? 
Are petty laws your right to self-defense? What are petty laws? What are these useless officials? Police? Get rid of the police? Dismantle the police system everywhere? But then give private security to the city council members and the mayor? What exactly does it mean to to get rid of useless officials. Oh, oh, defund the police. They, yeah, that, that's, that's about right. Just like they did in communist China. Get rid of the police. Let red guards run wild. Just like this Robert Cremo guy. Let him run wild. Kill people. Oh, he's on the right. I don't care what he's on. He's just as psychotic as the people that, I would assume, the people that blew up the Georgia Guidestones. It's a satanic monument. It's just total nonsense everywhere. Number eight, very similar to number seven. Balance personal rights and social duties. Now, that actually sounds not only like number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. It also relates to number four, rule, passion, faith, and tradition, all things with tempered reason. So you don't have a right to do certain things based on your religious view, based on your tradition, etc., because you know we have to curtail some of that freedom. So balance personal rights and social duties. You have a right to you know be who you are, but I mean, if the social duty is to allow hordes of illegals to vote, then that's your social duty. Your vote doesn't matter now. If your social duty is to take an experimental mRNA shot without any testing, experimentation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you are the experiment. You have to do it. That's what's good for the community. That's the common good. In fact, that's what John Calhoun said back in the mid-1800s, early 1800s, mid-1800s. John Calhoun came up with the idea of a, of, a, of, a, of a positive good for slavery. It was good for masters and for slaves. That's what it means to balance personal rights and social duties. Void social contracts and do what the mob tells you to do. That's demos. That's the people. That's the mob. That's democracy. That's why we don't have a democracy. You don't have rights if they interfere with the community. See, in a republic... You have your rights until you interfere on the rights of others. In a democracy, you have rights only so long as you're part of the mob. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I don't want to jump to conclusions, but that just sounds like some of that new age hippie psyop crap from the 1960s. We believe in love and beauty and truth and harmony and sex and drugs and rock and roll and we don't care about anything else. Let's just bang each other and do a bunch of drugs. And I know people joke about it. They're like, well, that sounds fun. Well, sure, it might sound fun, but you understand that perpetually doing that leads nowhere. Nothing gets built. Nothing gets accomplished. You end up living on a universal basic income. You end up living in poverty. And that's what true equality is under a communist system. Everybody is equally poor. Everybody starves to death. And you know what they say, dark humor is like food. Not everybody gets it in a communist country. Number 10, this is the environmentalist suicide pack. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Let me explain something to you. I drove out to Roswell, New Mexico. It was a seven-hour drive. There is nothing I went through Las Cruces, and then I understand that the military owns a lot of the space, but there's a, a, a public highway that goes through uh, White Sands. The military owns a lot of that, but once you get out there, there ain't nothing. There's a tiny town. Uh, there's, a, there's Las Cruces, a tiny town after that uh, uh, near the mountains before you get to White Sands. There's Alamogordo, which is the military installation. People, live, The military uh, folks live out there. And then once you turn and start heading east toward Roswell, there ain't nothing. There ain't nothing. There ain't nothing. There ain't nothing. So we've left plenty of room for nature. Everywhere is nature. 
If you go any further west of where I'm sitting right now, it's just raw desert. For as far as the eye can see, just raw desert. We have plenty, we've left plenty of room for nature. And here's this other idea. Be not a cancer on the earth. Be not a cancer on the earth. Let's think about that for a second. Humans are part of the natural system. So to suggest that humans should be not a cancer on the earth is kind of like the same idea that you have people that consider themselves to be scientists, philosophers, and transhumanists who believe God, the perfect being, created an imperfect species. So since God, the perfect being, couldn't create a perfect species, God becomes imperfect. But the imperfect species, the imperfect race he created, since he becomes imperfect, the imperfect race decides we can create perfection. Well, if the perfect God can't do it, what makes you think that his imperfect creation can do it? If God is imperfect conceptually, that means anything that comes out of God, including you, you're also imperfect. And you're not going to be able to create anything more perfect. So be not a cancer on this earth. That is that light yourself on fire for climate change thing. That's that birth striker thing. Don't have a family. Don't have kids. Don't, don't dare have a child and raise them. And maybe they'll actually come up with a solution or an invention or something that'll change the world. Don't do that. Be not a cancer on the earth. Kill yourself. Give it all up. It's like the Club of Rome said. Use climate change to, to restructure society. Therefore, these Ten Commandments are 500 million people left on the earth. That's billions of people dead. That's, that's genocide, racial, and ethnic cleansing. Guiding reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. That is not only racial and ethnic cleansing, that is eugenics. Unite humanity with a living language, that is political correctness. Ruling passion, faith, and tradition, all things are tempered reason. That means your faith, your tradition, your passions, they have to be curtailed for the greater good. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. That means undermining one of the fairest, truest, blindest systems on the planet. And replacing that system with a Politburo kangaroo court Soviet show trial. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. That means the elimination of sovereignty. That means the World Economic Forum, IMF, International Monetary Fund, Bank for International Settlements, World Health Organization, international health regulations being changed, uh, NATO, all that combined together and a world court. No sovereignty. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Define petty laws. Define petty laws. Do you mean like the implication that wearing a mask is a law? Because it's not. That's a petty law. That's a petty official who says that. But not the rule of law. Not due process of law. Not self-defense. Not a right to protest. Not a right to redress the government for a list of grievances. Not a right to uh, peaceably assemble. Um, Those are things that you want. Those are things that you want. Uh, Petty laws and useless officials... Those would be the Red Guards. Those would, that would be the Politburo. That would be the cadres. That's, that's what the useless officials are. But no, they're telling you the useless officials are, well, it's the police, of course. Defund them. Petty laws? What do you mean, like, like arresting people who are shooting up heroin on the side of the road by a school? That's No, no, we're not going to arrest those people. Those are good people in the community. 
Kids need to see that on their way to Drake Queen Storytime. They need to see that before they're groomed by Disney at home. They need to see those people shooting up with heroin. Don't you want to taste, kids? That's what happens when you destroy the rule of law and when you allow chaos to reign. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Again, that's the idea. Just like your faith and your religion, you know, your tradition, your passions having to be curtailed for the greater good. Uh, balancing personal rights with social duties. That means you have to do what the mob says. That's the common good. That's the collective hive mind identity. That's the group identity, the, 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 the identity politics. It's your social duty. That's the common good. That's the, 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 the positive good of John Calhoun. Do what you got to do. It's good for the slave. It's good for the master. Number nine, prize, truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Just chill out, man. Just love and beauty, and it's okay. And not, It'll all be okay once we get rid of the police and these useless officials, and we get rid of religion, and we just we allow anarchy to be the rule of law. Then everything will be beautiful and loving and harmonious, man. It's just 60s flower power psyop is what that is. Be not a cancer to the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. We've left plenty of room for nature. I've driven countless hours through nature, and I've been uh, angry that there's nowhere to stop to get even gas, you know, let alone food. Uh, we have plenty of, of room for nature, but be not a cancer to the earth. Just goes back to that whole idea of eliminating billions of people through eugenics, through genocide, through racial and ethnic cleansing, and through you know political dissidents being eliminated. Anybody who has a free mind or elderly people who can remember what the old world was like, or not even elderly people, but just people like me who are a little bit older than the most recent generation. So I also remember what it's like to have free speech. I know what it's like to have a language that isn't a politically controlled language. So what does that mean? Well, that means everybody has to be eliminated unless you support the system. Of course, if you support the system, <laughs> everything's okay. It's all okay. Higher gas prices are hurting people's pockets but they are making a small dent in emissions. That's a headline I read today from the Associated Press. Gas prices are high, but don't worry. It's affecting climate change the way we need it to. Just like the lockdowns, it's affecting climate change the way we needed it to. Yep. Someone also sent me this uh, FBI child ID app where you can put all your child's information in the app for the FBI, and then you, your child gets stolen. You can, the FBI, and, you, know, you can give them, give them the information. You can just email it over to them. Another way to give your child over to the, to the state. And uh, yeah, that's someone messaged me and said, that's like the finders cult. Uh, yeah, the FBI uh, finder cult where the government was uh, running computer systems back in the 80s, uh, tracking and tracing and, and, and harboring children. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. I hope you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast. I really, really hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you learned something. The right and the left some guy tries to assassinate a Supreme Court judge on the left. This Cremo guy in Highland Park, you know, with all the things that he was wearing and doing and saying, I mean, he seems like he's on the left. But you got people on the right with the QAnon, the Pizzagate, and the Dominion voting machines. They're just as crazy. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's both ways. Either way you slice it, either way you cut it. Really. I hope that you can, you can find some balance in this show. That's what my intention is anyway, and I really appreciate you listening to the broadcast this evening www.thesecretteachings.info is the website please subscribe to the full archive please grab a copy of one of my books i have a new book called liberty shrugged coming out 
hopefully in the next month or so. Check everything out at thesecretteachings.info, our affiliate sponsors, Pro and Water Filters, Transistor FM, which hosts our archive, and the Tuttle Twins. RDGable at Yahoo.com, TST underscore underscore radio on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. We also have a Patreon page for behind the scenes content. I have to update that more and more uh, often. Uh, I've kind of slacked off on that, but check it all out on the website. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. The music tonight, all from White Bat Audio. You can find them on YouTube. That's White Bat Audio. We'll talk to you tomorrow night.